If you've been thinking about jumping into the business world and you've been listening to this podcast for a while, today I'm going to share with you five things to consider before starting a business. Before we get into it, I just wanted to let you know that at the minute, the Winter Biz Getaway is still going ahead. Um, And we actually have three weeks left uh, to sell tickets and we've got four spots left. So if you're in Victoria or even elsewhere still, there's four lovely king size rooms available for you. So if you wanted to come and join us, it's going to be an amazing weekend away. And if COVID does decide to poop itself, don't worry, we've got a plan B. So we'll still get the retreat happening. It will just be on a different day. And you can find out more about it on our website. It's everywhere on our website at the minute. Um, Yeah, three weeks left. So five things to consider before starting a business. One, you don't have to go all in all at once. If you need to start off part-time and keep your job part-time, that's okay. If you're working full-time and you start working weekends and then you maybe drop a week, that's okay too. Don't feel like you have to put so much financial pressure on yourself um, to make it happen straight away. Sometimes it is great just to be put in the deep end because, you know, it's survival drowned. But if you need part-time work just to take the stress off so your headspace is better, that's totally okay, Um, depending on what type of business you're going into, of course. But don't think that you have to quit your day job straight away. You can manage both and then slowly move over. Number two is make sure you've got some money saved in the bank as well, at least six months worth, if you can, of rent. Like if you've got your rent stroke mortgage covered, that's enough pressure Um, taken off of you to be able to focus on your business if you did want to quit the job straight away. So have some money saved up in the bank. You don't need to use it unless you need to use it, but at least you've got it there as a safety net. Number three, you'll need to do what you've just got to do to start off with, Um, even the stuff you don't like to do. So we've all been there when we've started our businesses, almost no matter which kind of business we start, we've all had to put in the hard work. Um, I don't care what people share on social media and all of this fake stuff that's going on. Business requires work and sometimes, and especially at the beginning, it requires some grinding. And I know we're all about grace over grind, but when you're starting off, you just need to suck it up and get on with doing things that need to be done. Obviously, your priority is going to be sales and marketing to start getting money through the door. Like that should be your biggest priority and then focusing on the systems and how you want to get things done and delivering what you're promising. But you just got to do what you got to do. And if you're there listening today thinking, oh, well, I'm still in my first year or whatever, and, you know, I'm still doing all the work. Yep, we've all been there. We've all done that. Um, And as you start to develop cash flow, you'll be able to then start thinking of creative ways to start offloading stuff. And it's then about, you know, um, champing on the vision that you've got, getting people on board with what it is that you're wanting to do. Um, You're selling to your team as well, especially if you don't have that much to give to them straight away. But if you've got a vision and mission that's amazing and you find people that are in line with you, sometimes they're willing to help. But you just got to do what you got to do when you're starting off 
in the biz world. And that's just the way it is. Number four is make building your audience a main priority. Even if you're not sure what you're going to do in your business, start building your own personal brand straight away and start building an audience. Even if you just set up a landing page with your name as the domain name or on whatever platform it is, start collecting people's emails, start putting stuff out on social media, Facebook, Instagram, wherever it is that you hang out and start building the audience. Because I've seen so many times people try to sell a product, service, whatever, um, and they try to do the selling first and they forget about building their audience and they've come to launch and they've got no one to launch it to and the great thing about focusing on building your audience means you can ask questions as you start to develop your product service business whatever it is so they will be the people that will help you refine what it is you want to do and how it is you can help them and how you might start off at the beginning will be completely different probably to where you will be in five years time. So don't think just what you're doing now is where you're going to end up. Things change. Our memberships change. My services have changed so much since 2014. Um, It's just the way that business is. You might think this service doesn't work for me or isn't selling. I need to change it, yada, yada. So that one's a kind of bonus one. Number five is build your network. So building your audience is kind of the people, your customers, social media, the marketing type of aspect of it, if you like. But building your network and not just online, like with people, is like instrumental. And what do I mean by network? As in, I mean your support crew, connections, alliances, um, go to even if you hate it, go to network events, at least speak to one person, like put yourself out there as much as you can stand. Um, You can get on online communities as well, but just start building a base of people that you know. I still have, this is going to sound very old school, I still have in my drawer, and I can look at it right now, um, a plastic um, like folder that I keep business cards in. Yep, I still collect business cards. And when I meet people, I write on the back of the business card what year I met them and where I met them at so that I know. And um, it's come in handy so many times uh, because we've met face-to-face, we have that relationship. So I'll think, oh, you know, um, I don't know, just for example, say I need a copywriter. Have I met a copywriter before at an event? Oh, yeah, I have. It was blah blah and she was really great and we clicked. Like I was able to contact her and ask about doing something copywriting or I've got vocal coaches um, grant consultants, catering, outdoors, (laughs) Um, which is really random, design, what else do I have, marketing, styling, um, e-commerce stores, property developers, jewellery makers, like the list goes on. And these are just people that I've met along the years. I've grabbed their business cards. I've gone old school because I find... If I just follow someone in, on Instagram, I'll forget about them. Like, I'm not going to go, oh, yeah, right, I'm following that person on Instagram and then go through however many people I'm following on Instagram to try and find and follow them unless, you know, 
the bots have put them in my face. So just having that book sat in my office has been so valuable for me just to go back to who is that person? Oh, it's Lisa. Yeah, I can contact her about that. Um, And it's just been priceless. Also to be able to bond with people who might have similar interests to you outside of business as well, but you can relate to business. So for example, I went to a networking night the other day, got talking to this guy. Um, He came in wearing um, or having a motorbike helmet in his hand, leathers on. I was like, oh my gosh, like I've just literally got my full license, my motorbike. Um, and then I got talking about his bike and, you know, he showed me his bike. He let me have a go on his bike. It was a really big bike, so I didn't actually ride it. I just sat on it and revved it, and it was so flipping huge, like this ginormous beast between my legs. Anyway, but I was able to connect with him over something, and now we're going to go out for a ride, like, and Nathan's keen, my husband, to come out too. So then I'm able to build relationships through riding and talk about business and, you know, just to get to know others that you can do other things with as well as just talk about business. Like we could go on a ride now, go to a pub or a cafe, enjoy hot chocolate, have a chat about business. An idea might be plonked into your brain that you'd never even thought of before. And, you know, that bike ride wasn't not a waste of time, but it was a priceless bike ride. And, you know, if you hadn't gone to that event and if I hadn't have gone, oh my gosh, like, let's talk about bikes and I'm so excited because I'm a complete newbie, that idea might never have come. Um, Or he might know someone who can help with something. So your network and who you've got on your phone are like absolutely priceless. And the contacts that you have on your phone, make sure that you back them up as well. Um, so that you can access them from anywhere and you've got copies of them because there's nothing worse than your phone being run over or something happening to it and you suddenly lose all your contacts. So um, making sure your contacts are on your Google um, Drive or whatever uh, will be pretty priceless too. But your network is like one of the most important things. Then there's just having the people that will support you. Like if something goes wrong, um, it might be we like the word community um networking kind of makes me feel all inside (laughs) so I love the word community Uh, but they are essentially almost the same thing I'd like to think ours feels a little bit more homey and family um orientated than you know a, a strange networking straightforward place um but they're the guys that are going to be or girls that are going to be there for you when you get stuck or if you've got a question or you know you're just struggling with something you just need to have a vent um they're going to be the people that relate that understand and um yeah completely get it and talking of community our membership intakes are going to be opening at the beginning of july so if you've been listening to this podcast for a while and you're thinking now's the time and you're getting the nudge from the holy spirit We are going to be opening up our memberships at the beginning of July. So please go and pop your application in now. So once our doors are open, you can take advantage of the open times when the doors are open. So that's five things to think about before starting a business. One, you don't have to go in all at once. Two, save some money in the bank. Three, you just got to do what you got to do to start off with. Suck it up and just get on with it. Number four, 
make building your audience your main priority even if you're not sure what you're going to do yet and number five build your network not just an online one like in person get their phone numbers have a chat kind of network i'm sj you're listening to the christian women in business and leadership podcast show i'm excited to either see you in our community in july or um, serve you at our business uh, winter biz getaway remember The tickets will be closing in three weeks and we only have four spots left. Catch you next time. The Christian Women in Business podcast is proudly supported by the Administration Agency, administrationagency.com.au.